0: find yourself swept away by the constant change and turmoil around you. Whether personal or professional, these challenges can keep us from living a life of peace and productivity. I'm Les Hurl, a licensed clinical marriage and family therapist, and I want to show you data-driven strategies to help bring stability and peace to your life. Welcome to the Anchored in Chaos Podcast.
1: Good morning, Liz. Good morning. We're it's back.
0: Morning. It is morning. <laughs> it is morning, yeah. It's morning. I'm like, what? It is morning. I just feel like I've just been ongoing. <laughs> yeah, never ends. Like, never. It never
1: ends, yeah. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. What are we talking about?
0: I don't know. I keep toying with the idea. I think I've come up with probably three different conceptualized ideas for the main topic. Mm-hmm. And I came up, maybe what is it to be a man? Yeah.
1: Let's try that. Hot topic, masculinity. Oh. Are we going to call it toxic masculinity? No, or just gonna call it... we're not ever calling it toxic masculinity. Okay, good. Because yeah. yeah. you and I talk about this a lot, but yeah. we, we we are of the opinion that that's taking us the wrong direction. Right. Yeah, we've started down the wrong way. What do you, what do you got going
0: A summary of what is going to ideally be covered today is going over a little bit of a historical view of what masculinity looked like. Mm-hmm. To maybe give some insight to individuals around where
1: historically, you mean? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. where they came from. Yeah.
0: How did how, how did you how did people come to be man? Not like no, no, we're going back to caveman days, but
1: yeah, but well, we are going back to ancient times, yes, right? How absolutely. how masculinity masculinity in its trait and its description was those were survival skills, mm-hmm. right? And those those are th- the ability to pr- to protect yourself. And be tough mm-hmm. were things that were going to make you see the next day, right? Eat, fight off predators and those that might want to take what you have. Yeah, that those are, those are good traits. Mm-hmm. And even in today's very much technologically advanced and IT world, we still need to be able to be masculine. We need to be able to protect ourselves. We're, we're losing that, aren't we?
0: Well, yeah, and I think it's interesting as to why we're losing that. I think there's a bunch of different ideas swirling out there. Of course, if you turn on social media or different podcasts, you're going to get a lot of different opinions as to how that is breaking down. Yeah. One of the things, I shared the same article, so we both read the same article well, article? <laughs> article on mm-hmm. manning up was the, the kind of forefront yeah. of it. And that's kind of now a derogatory term. Today's world it is. like. You know, you just need to man up, which is pretty unfortunate. And we'll get yeah. to why I think that's unfortunate. But before that, there is a huge concern um, around that one of the highlighted areas is that men are not doing so great. They're not. They're they're really suffering.
1: No, we we know that to be yeah. true. We, I mean, never in the history of peacetime have we ever seen such a decline statistically. And I was just going over some some information. Author Nicholas uh, Eberhardt, he's a Harvard graduate, put out a book in 2016. He covers essentially uh, all the numbers that show that men have just left the job market. And I, I know this isn't going to be all about the job market, but we now have ages, I think it's 25 through 54, over 7 million men who just actively aren't looking for work. Mm-hmm. They they've, By choice, they've actively not they're not working, looking for work. That's that's unimaginable. Which means we have four. We have, according to Eberhardt, we have about four million jobs that just aren't being sought, and we have four million people who aren't seeking them mm-hmm. in the seven million that choose not to work. But uh, we've never seen that before. Now in war, things have changed. But this is these are peacetime statistics, and this is post. COVID, right? So this is post pandemic. Yeah. We fell into the spin. Sure. Society fell into the spin. And we became more and more removed. And then now we have men who don't want to work. And there's, you and I both know in in the food service, in almost any industry across the board, you just cannot find workers. Right. People who don't want to work. Well, and there's help
0: wanted everywhere.
1: Everywhere.
0: Everywhere there's help wanted.
1: Everywhere. I remember commenting to my father. I went down and visited him in Arizona, and I remember being in a small town. There was a help wanted, and you just don't see it, help wanted sign in so many windows. I don't, I don't remember growing up with that. Mm-hmm. I occasionally saw a help wanted. Like, geez, that's like stuff you saw out of the 40s and the 50s where people, you know, wartime, Vietnam, Korea, even the end of World War II where people needed work and they couldn't find it. But this is crazy, because there's people out there. Where'd they all go? Where well, what men, changed? Where did the what, men what,
0: go? Right. Where yeah. did the men go? That's a really good question. And yeah. what changed? What gave that relaxed idea that I don't have to work? Now, if we're talking about during COVID, of course, the the world shut down. And there is a lot of concerns around living, like working, going, interacting and all those things. Right. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But as we were coming out of it, I don't know. That's for, that's a really good, I don't know if we've come out of it.
1: Yeah. It's two years. Yeah. It it was two years in and we're still coming out of it. And you're right. I don't think the numbers, we're not back to where we were. Mm -hmm. And now we've, now are the enabling people to stay home and stay remote and i just don't think we have people who want to work anymore if we know simply that if people can get paid and not have to work what's the option i'll I'll get paid and not work i'll take a little less and not work mm-hmm. that's shame that's a very that's a shame no. how, how does the world survive if people don't work
0: right and i think that what you're talking about there is going people going remotely mm-hmm. there is such a detachment from our social interaction sure and men interacting with other men because we're that's what we're talking about today and where is your sense of driven accomplishment success yeah where did that go why do you relax in that idea
1: it is i mean men do put a great deal of uh importance to their worth Mm -hmm. right and that's men identify with the work that they have and if they're not working i I don't think it's much of a challenge to say that their worth begins to flag, right? It begins to fail. And so we're so to back up a little bit, going yeah. back to that to yeah, historical Like that's exactly where I want to
0: go. Go yeah, ahead. W- like, how is this broken down, right?
1: Yeah. I so an author, Goldhill. Like the title is "How the Ancient World Shapes Our Lives." Mm, okay. Yes. I, yeah. Huh? So here's a quote, and it and it let, I'll read it to you, and then let's pick that apart of it uh, just a little bit. It's part of a pervasive imagery of masculinity because the cultural anxiety to not appear that you're being a real man, right? So, so here's how I break this, break this down. is that society has put such a value on the fact that you need to be a provider. You need to be a skilled something, right? Skilled warrior, skilled businessman, an achiever, an earner, a survivor. That's blanket survivor. Society puts a big weight on that, and it's that's ancient. Mm-hmm. That's ancient. That's going to have to do with mating. All of those have to do with mating, and the next day and the ability to survive tough times, war, illness. Those are those are qualities that will make you more survivable. But what we what we see now is that doesn't have to happen because everything is so convenient. And it, it literally is a push button away mm-hmm. or a phone call away. Got an app for that. Got an app for that. That's right. And that's what I think. You know, this this goes all the way back to this goes all the way back to ancient times. We know stereotypically the Spartans, mm-hmm. those that they were almost this barbaric warrior. The Vikings, the, these warrior societies that went out and conquered, and then that gets wrapped up into the modern day patriarchy where people think is so toxic, mm-hmm. right? But those yeah. qualities are still qualities that are needed to, mm-hmm. make our, to make our society work. And where did the men go? Mm-hmm.
0: Well, and I think that those characteristics that you were just listing are being manipulated, misrepresented would be the better word there.
1: I don't know. I don't think that's too strong a word, manipulated,
0: for the characteristic of being a man of yeah. saying I'm a leader I'm a provider because in it's like you're domineering you're controlling you're mm-hmm. in in how that has yeah been misrepresented in for men we you and I have talked several times about having young men of our own that there there is almost speaking specifically for my experience with my son it's like the effort of engaging, the opposite sex is almost just futile because oh. of the mocking and the, I, I just want to go over and have a conversation and yeah. you're, you know, belittled or you're put down or you're, and it's just like it. And I mean, there's a juvenile component to that, but what's the driving force behind that? Yeah. Don't hold the door open for me. I can do it myself. Yeah. Oh, I'm so, so sorry. You know, again, with the manners and morals, values, belief systems. So it's like, I don't I think there comes a, a point when men are like I, we're just losing we're yeah. just losing
1: yeah so and it, what you just mentioned there brings to memory a Denzel Washington movie where he's a an attorney and he goes to speak to these young people and he notices there's these women standing back there and he says why are you women standing when men are sitting so these guys start to get up and the women go no 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 if we want something we'll ask for it and he goes well I'm just being polite and they go well, I don't need your help and they go well politeness doesn't have chivalry and politeness doesn't have an expiration date mm. why can't i yeah this we don't need your help we don't want your help what, what, you know what do you who are you to us don't tell us what to do that's a very strange frustrating well, it well, it is but
0: i think that that is kind of goes into what society as society wise we're driving young women to believe um Absolutely. You know, I'm a strong component of independence in both young men and women for sure. So it's not. It's more so that, you know, you don't need a man mentality that's been going around. Yeah. You don't need a man. I'm like, I, you talked about that cute little reel of the dad yeah. trying to sh- show how to change a tire. And he's like, yeah. I'm going to show you how to do this. so You don't need a man. And yeah, she's yeah, like, No, the, I, I want a man. This
1: guy, <laughs> this guy is showing his two young daughters. I'm going to show you how to do this. Uh So that you don't need a man. And the one daughter goes, I want a man. man. He's all like, what? Yeah, I want a man. Yeah,
0: I want a man. Okay. Okay. Uh But there is a difference between need and want. That's right. Absolutely. That's right. That's right. So when kind of circling back there is that um, if young women are just driven to have such independence almost to offense of a young man being courteous or... I don't know, I would just, I almost want to say... Well, is it
1: being recognized as being weak?
0: No, that's yeah. yeah, that's the other side of it, right?
1: right. That's yeah. the other side of it. That's the other side. Is, it, is that a weakness to show? Is that, is that weak to show that you have some sense of politeness, chivalry? I, I do remember that, well, uh, I, I just remember a, a quote that there, there can't be equal rights as long as chivalry exists. There can't be equal rights if chivalry exists. So being good and being polite and being aware that other people m- maybe could use your help, open a door. And I know that the elderly appreciate it. I know that the people who are might be physically challenged, they appreciate it. What harm does it do? But to be defensive against it, that's something else, right? Mm-hmm. That, that's that's very strange. It is. Yeah,
0: It's almost like, again, we live in such a defensive world that, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. Hidden agendas, or what are you trying to do? I'm just trying
1: to open your door. You know, yeah. Right. That's strange. And mm-hmm. we'll, we'll talk about that more when we get into the feminine side of this the femininity and its toxic qualities, if that's what we want to call it, on another, another topic. Yeah.
0: So, kind of going back, what did you, else did you find around the historical piece? Because I can go into a little bit, you know, I, I think I, I gave you some we, you ideas know, on that. There,
1: there's, a, there's an author, her name is uh, Jacqueline Murray. And she writes in her in her book that there's a sense of loss for the masculine control like we've we've lost our way to even control ourselves. And that's how Mm. that's how we get spilled into being bad guys. She talks historically how men used to take cold showers and live in a cave and deprive. They wouldn't bathe. They they tried to make them they'd either try to remove themselves or make themselves unattractive to the female species so that she could, so that they could not have to deal with all this nonsense, <laughs> so right? It makes sense, they really literally hit that track. It, they're almost reverting into almost like a caveman state. Mm-hmm. And, the, you know, that made them unattractive. And it, it this escalated through all, all, all of time. We knew that castration was at one point something that society did to, tr- thinking that it would alleviate those sexual urges, mm-hmm. which it, it does, obviously it does. And then we, but in the same breath, we celebrated the virtuous and the fertility of rich people mm-hmm. who could father sons all over the place. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it's it's almost the uh, it's the Playboy bachelor thing, mm-hmm. and it's such a strange message. It's such a strange message for men to take on, but that we're tr- we got trapped in that mold we we know that that's that's neither acceptable or desired mm-hmm. right w- really men of real men should not choose either one of those paths shouldn't have to do either one just remove yourself or make yourself unattractive to somebody or or to go out and be the baby daddy mm-hmm. all around town that, that's not a that's not a slight on any on any color, race, or religion, or even their ideas behind it. It's just that's wrong. And that actually actually got to be where they told, excuse me, they termed the the word effete. Mm-hmm. Remember to be a feat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the if to the term feat was this this thought that people were that men were becoming very soft now because well they have posh lives and they're not working so hard and he's he's a, his daddy was a banker so he's 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 one of these guys who just he's becoming a soft man it's it's such a twist it's all intertwined in there that a woman would choose to be with a man who <clears throat> might make more money or have more status but truly isn't by s- By blue-collar standards, much of a guy, right, he, do you even know how to change a tire? Do you even, and and I don't know that that's a real measure of a man, but can you chop wood? Can you, do you know how to skin a deer? I don't know what, I don't know what the the sample, the example. I was going to say,
0: yeah, what is the measure? I mean, the measuring device there, right? Yeah,
1: but are you capable? Can you provide? Are you secure? I, I think those are, aren't those qualities a woman would want? They should be qualities a man should desire to provide, right?
0: Yeah, I think a lot of this is going to break down to a psychological level of Mm -hmm. an individual's internal self, Mm -hmm. a man's internal self of how they see themselves. Now, that is being created from their environment and their belief systems and their morals and their values. And Mm -hmm. so when we go historical of how men were seen and how they were almost designed to be that rigid you know, you just worked, you just got out there, you got the job done. There wasn't really a lot of, there was no questioning what that looked like. You just, whatever the job was, you just,
1: you just did it. Yeah. It was just what you did. I mean, that's really. You mean historically? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You just, you, well, we, we know there are plenty of religious, religious scripture and that would would tell you, you don't work, you don't eat. Mm -hmm. Right. And wherever that notion comes from, or if it's even handed down, the fact is, if you can't provide, you will perish, mm-hmm. or you become parasitic to your society, and then we get. Now this brings us full circle. Toxic masculinity. Are you are you parasitic? That's that's is that being projected on us that we're 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 this patriarch parasite where we're praying and just consuming all the time, or are we providing? And I. I would hope to say that there is hope There is hope for young men that you don't have to be like that, right? Well, I think it's the
0: viewpoint of self, again, that psychological mm-hmm. level of what kind of man do I think that I am? Mm-hmm. And again, I'm, I'm not going to fast forward to today because I want to keep talking about obviously Ancient, the yeah. past. But there's this, I, I, I have shared this with you before, this, I, I guess, metaphorical ladder that men are climbing, mm. continuously climbing from... And each different, you know, step that they're going up on this ladder, I think, is being created by the expectations of their environment, the people around them, maybe their partners or, and so they're continuously going and trying to fit the mold of Ah. what it means to be a provider, a leader, a caretaker, a a protector, I mean, all the things. That's it. I, I follow where you're going. And I think... Is this keeping up with the Joneses? Well, for an in, not really keeping up with the Joneses, for an individual, for a man to like, where where is the measuring tool for that man to mm. say, when do I know I've gotten to yeah. success? When do I know that I'm a successful individual for self, not for the individuals right. that I provide for? Right. But historically, that is how men are measured. Yeah. You are only as good as what you provide. Yeah. Now. Therapist, I can tell you that's really healthy yeah. because you should understand your own importance yes. of, of who you are as yeah. a man. Yeah, I like this. And that the simple fact that where we're going or where we're at right now is we've lost maybe track or maybe there's not been a clear understanding of that. Yeah. That you, you, what are you climbing to? I mean, where are you going? Yeah. And they, the individual male may not have any idea. So then we go into complacent states mm-hmm. where we're like, you know what? There's no winning. There's no losing. I'm just going to sit here. Yeah. I'm going to stay here. I'm going to work remotely from home and I'm going to, you know, disengage from life because it is too hard. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm failing at all my relationships. I'm failing at my family friendships and our family relationships and friendships and coworkers. I'm just, it's too much. So yeah. it's easier just to stay in this little bitty hole all by myself and that's my little controlled environment yeah. in such an incredibly dep- depressive state of mind.
1: Yeah. Right. I like, I like where you're going with this. I, I, I like the idea, the simple fact that in society, <clears throat> now I'm, I'm going to bring us, I think this would be across the board historically. It's going to be our own enlightenment to self. And mm-hmm. that is, is this good enough? Right, right. Is this good enough? Absolutely. Uh, and h- here we go into here we go into the psychologic benefits of that. Is what are you trying to? Why do you really need an eighty thousand dollar car, mm-hmm. or or is that is that four thousand dollar beater that gets great gas mileage? It's dependable as a watch. Is that okay, or do I really have to keep up? Do I really have to have our money suits, mm-hmm. or can I buy off the rack? Do I? Re- you know, and this is that translates into the business world. But I was born and raised on buffalo and horse ranches and stuff like that. The work ethic there is there are animals and people who rely on your hard work. And without you, those things don't eat, you don't provide for them. Mm-hmm. And we live in what the world would call flyover country where we don't get a lot of attention. In the states that we live in, but it's a bunch of hardworking people, and there's most of the people you we live in and around, they're from hardworking families, mm-hmm. and they're not chasing everything that glitters, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. In a relationship, I think it's really important that you try to attract a person who understands that, is that I don't have to live in a 5,000-square-foot home. Mm-hmm. I could live in a 2,000-square-foot home. It, it, you know, there's the practicality of it, but you also want your want the person who would come along on that walk to want that same thing too. They don't need a they don't need a castle. You might promise them castles, which would get you nothing but heartache, but for them to understand that we really can't you really can live very simply mm-hmm. and not have to be constantly chasing all that glitters, all that glitters in gold. And the promise that more is better.
0: Well, and I think men are potentially just I wouldn't I mean, is it maybe, the competitiveness I think there's competitiveness but I think that they're just looking for acceptance like can you know yeah. that I'm I'm tired can you know that I'm yeah, I yeah. need a break and no I can't because then I'm too soft or I or whatever you yeah. know fill in they're chasing that's one of the thoughts I had chasing this inherited idea but I've got to be a man I yeah. got to be a man what yeah. is that and you know we I showed you the statistics that um men are three times more likely to um, do self harm mm-hmm. and take their lives over yeah. women, and
1: not, they, not just not just harm themselves, but actually go through it. Right, right, yeah. completely. Yeah, yeah. the their lives. Yeah, right. yeah. It's that's a sad statistic. It
0: is incredibly and on the rise and exponentially. Where, yeah, it, it's out of control, and mm-hmm. that's why there's the point of this conversation is to bring at least awareness that that you are being heard, you are being seen. <clears throat> the answers are not easy for mm-hmm. self. A lot of it is self work. Mm-hmm. The other really, really disconcerting part, I I read uh, that article on Man Up and and the three different sections of it, and it talked about the Fight Club movie. Yeah. you remember that? Yep. What was really disheartening is that the sociologists did some interviews with some young men that are involved in these fight clubs. And do you remember that their response was just being hit to feel something?
1: Mm
0: -hmm. I was like. That was horrific to read. Yeah. I was like, I, I can't, you know, I can't. Yeah. That's just, it, that you're but, so disconnected from self that you have to have a physical impact to have a representation. Well,
1: I, I mean, that's something to explore, but I don't think it's necessarily that you're disconnected from that. Is it, I think that men thrive more, I think men thrive more mentally and spiritually when they are put up against hard times, it's a real test of their metal, but that most most don't choose not to be challenged that way. That's why that's why our collaboration between what's psychologically and mentally um, limiting or enabling us to go into physical fitness, you know, head into the storm when we have hardships, face what the real problems are, and make those tough decisions and have to suffer through it. Frequently in our lives, there are times you'll have hard times, and when you come out on the other side, you realize, I did it, right? Now, might be minor, might be major, mm-hmm. but you get through it, we'll, we'll have a chance to talk to a good friend of mine who's, he's literally been close to death a couple times. And I mean, just swirling around the drain, and almost statistically one of those guys you just write off, but he got through it. And how does, how does a person do that?
0: Well, and I think that is yeah. the key here on uh, the internal self that I'm talking about for a man is the loss of perseverance mm-hmm. of, I'm not just going to lay down and just wait for something else to happen right. or someone else to pick up right, and move right. on or do, which we are seeing mm-hmm. that because there is a high level of hopelessness. I, I It feels hopeless. Yeah. and. we're talking about individuals that maybe never had male role models in their life to show them what it means to continue to move forward and to really fight through something. I was just saying this last night in my practice that it's hard right now. It's not going to be hard forever. And it can be, and it can feel like it's going to be hard forever. Mm -hmm. It feels like when you are in the thick of something that is unimaginably overwhelming and depressive and, you're just at the bottom of the barrel here. It's just the understanding of it is just for right now. Yeah. And if you can bring that idea in a little yeah. bit and say, all right, well, it's really awful yeah. right now. It's really awful. I'm not going to try and sugarcoat like, oh, it's just bad for now to get better later. No, yeah. it's awful. Yeah. But how do you get to the better? Right. And I think that's where hopelessness and maybe societal views are absolutely playing a role because it's like, why well, I can't I can't make a right move here or I'm violating someone's space or I'm, you know, doing something in some capacity that is acceptable. I
1: like what you've had to say there, and the challenges that we'll all face in life, big or small, long or short. The impact in our family, in our lives, and perhaps in our immediate and extended families, are we can only do this day by day. Mm -hmm. And if we're trapped in the past and just so anxious about the future, that can be, that can just be devastating Mm. and just wipe you out. I would only tell people, male or female, is day by day, make Mm. the best decisions you can day by day and see if you can't gain some ground on this and then battle through the storm. And when you come out on the other side, there's great, great reward. A weight can literally be lifted off of your back when you feel like, hey, I did that. I got through that. And Mm you know, there are plenty of examples we could go into on a more extended um, speaking engagement, but this is just one of those things that I really like the idea that there, there's always hope, right? That you should always have hope and without the lack, or, or excuse me, without having a mentor in your life, without having somebody who's older, it doesn't have to be blood. Mm-hmm. It can be the man down the block. I, I, we had those. Mm-hmm. I, grew up in, I grew up in a time where all of my friends were older than me, and I sought their wisdom, and they taught great lessons. And I think it's capturing those little elements of the lessons that are learned that carry you through into the next one. I don't have to do this myself. I heard about this before, and I see all those signs. I can head this off right now. I can make a better decision, right? Mm-hmm. I, want pe- I want men to know that that's okay, and that we all face these really tough problems sometimes, and ask for help.
0: Well, and I think we're we're beginning to turn the page on those very words of asking for help because men historically have been kind of like shut up and put up kind of thing, yeah. and we're realizing how incredibly detri- that, that that we're just doing an incredible disservice to yeah. men yeah. in that alive of saying, you know, you're you're not supposed to you're not supposed to feel tired. You're not supposed right. to feel yeah. like you're, I don't know what, I, I think it's an interesting I, you know, that apparently men aren't supposed to have emotions and yeah, yeah. capacity, but I, I shared with you before that I saw a, a reel where a woman is saying, I'm, I just wish I didn't have to be strong all the time. Yeah. And a woman was saying, and I thought it, it's interesting because it absolutely resonated with me, but I, I also thought of men thinking the same thing. Yeah. Like I wish I didn't have to be strong all the time mm-hmm. and, and that they're, having that awareness for one another without being from other men, by the way, being belittled of not being made You're not yeah. man enough. You yeah. know, you shouldn't, you know, yeah, you're, you're, ha- you're suffering, but you'll be fine. You know, just yeah. pull yourself by, by the bootstraps and keep moving. Yeah. Well, okay. Can I have like a couple of minutes of compassion yeah. around that? Like, yeah. can I have a minute to breathe and be relatable in saying that you can't tell me and I'm not a man, but you can tell me from a man to man perspective that you have not suffered in a capacity, and you're telling me just to buck up, Buttercup, mm-hmm. which is BS. I
1: mean, it is, yeah. Now, yeah. You, you know, I was raised in the John Wayne area, right? <laughs> my dad, my whole, my whole family—they're robust, tough men, mm-hmm. and John Wayne was an idol of mine. Sure, absolutely. You know, you don't know how to, you know, I, I remember. A movie called Hondo, where he he befriends this lady living on the prairie, and she's father, and she's a widow raising a son, and along he along he comes, and now there's a young son with no role model. Well, he finds out the kid can't swim, so he picks up the kid and throws him in the water, and then the mother comes over. He can't swim. He can't swim. Well, he's going to learn. He's going to learn right now, right? Now in this day and age, that would be oh my gosh, right? Cruelty and abused, but the the boy did swim. And the old, and John Wayne from the bank just goes, that's right, reach out and grab some water and make your way across. Well, those things sometimes have to happen. You really do have to come up against something, but... The sink or <clears throat> swim. The sink or swim. Mm-hmm. But as a veteran, and all my friends are veterans, and maybe my schoolmates and the people I grew up with, they're veterans, we know that uh, on the average 22, men take their, 22 veterans take their lives every day, every day. And th- that doesn't have to happen. That's part of my interest in what we do here and what we do, what I intend to do and grow and foster from genuine effort is reaching out to men in specific, but women as well. You are not alone. Mm-hmm. You, we, You are not alone. Right. I've been in some very dark times and Typically, I get to pull myself out, but you were you were saying, is it really, is it really, are you really going to come along and John Wayne me and go, hey man, rub some dirt in it and walk up? No, this is something, this is something else. I'm really struggling here. Mm-hmm. I don't really know how to talk about it, but man, if you just spend some time talking to me for a mm-hmm. minute, we can, we can figure this out. We can realize, man, you're living too much here mm-hmm. and putting too much emphasis here, and let's let's get your head above water, right?
0: One thing that men I know love doing and they really enjoy this a lot, and that is talking about their feelings.
1: Mm, yeah, yeah, that they, they're really good at gushing. Yes, they are.
0: <laughs> oh, you want to see a group of men leave a room in a hurry.
1: Yeah, my I have so
0: what the reason why I bring that, yeah, up real yeah. quick, is that what you just said there is the perfect articulation of how men engage with other men. Yeah, not. I know you're really, really. Uh, you can just tell me how you're feeling and yeah. what's going on, and Poor and, and there's I, and it's like okay, that that doesn't land well no. for some men. It's like you know, I don't. That's not my language. That's not how I talk. Yeah, and I can't talk that way. So it's better to be like, well, I'm not going to say it right. So why say it at all?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, you are right, and uh, sometimes, sometimes I not just sometimes, most times I would say, a man would very much appreciate to know that he's talking to another man who's at least gone through something Mm -hmm. very similar. Mm -hmm. That's why vets have almost a unique confrontational disadvantage, and that is the only person who's going to understand what that's like, the the rigors, the stresses, the absolute horrors of war and and all those things that go into war, um, is to share those stories with somebody else, right? Maybe you don't share, maybe that person talks all the time and he just listens, but at least he's got somebody, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, it, it does have to be done in the right right kind of language, and um, I frequently tell men that we are emotionally constipated, and most men are I'm from an all, I'm from That's a. am from explaining. A, I'm from a family, it's all men, and you know, we're not going to all get together, and you know, we don't do that. Right. We don't do that right but we do get together and when we do we have a chance to hash out some things and hopefully help help some things but i think the the tools i want to instill into people more is to recognize this person needs some help mm-hmm. you can see it he's not asking so you need to make your sure well, into his life
0: something you were saying there kind of popped <coughs> into my head and that is what is difficult for individuals i uh, i'm obviously have a different understanding of this cuz i can sit with someone in silence for yeah long periods of time and be very comfortable in it. And men need that silence sometimes, but the presence of another person right there yeah, with that presence of that other person. Here's the like cherry on top. There's no expectations of them. Yeah. They're not expecting of me to, to engage them or converse with them or do anything. They're just literally their energy and their presence is there when I'm ready and mm-hmm. I need it. And, Allowing someone to have that awareness to to just sit next to them and just stare out into you know space until they're ready to really engage yeah. with you, you get a hold something for them yeah. right there during that time. Yeah. You you don't know the work you're doing, but you're doing immense amount of work in yeah. that
1: time. Yeah. and you know what sometimes I, people get there. You know what I like about that that uh, takes me back to the scene in Goodwill Hunting when Robin Williams and Matt Damon, and there's an issue that Matt won't share, and Robin Williams knows that he needs to, so they decide they're not going to talk. Fine. So session after session after session, they would just sit there and stare at each other. And, yep. And then at some point, they saw that, okay, this guy is can be as stubborn as I can be, and then they just start talking. And it can literally be about nothing. Nothing around what bothers you, nothing what ails you. It's just you're just talking. Pretty soon, those talking that that closeness begins to uh, fill the, uh, form a bond, and the bond becomes stronger and stronger. And at least you have somebody, right? And <clears throat> but somebody to recognize that you do need to talk. Be that be that man, right? Mm-hmm. If you can't, if you are suffering, know that there's you are never alone. There's somebody like you. Out there just like that be that person for him Mm -hmm. and he'll be that person for you You, you'll see you 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 receive those rewards whether you want to or not Mm -hmm. they come back you you cast it out it'll come back you watch
0: that's that's the hope right yeah it is so I'm going to talk about this article that I read I think and I shared this with you depicts dr. Jordan Peterson's words a little differently because he has a very, I would say, direct view of what men should be doing today. Right. Sure. And is very vocal about that. Sure. And I've, you and I both agree with his line of thought. Sure. Where I think that gets misunderstood or misrepresented yet again. I've now read books and seen many, many different articles and reels of the fact that Jordan Peterson has the ability to have an immense amount of compassion for the people that he sees he's, and
1: he's so misunderstood.
0: And I think it's it, there is such a, a incredible like I said misrepresented because he is talking about that men one of his statements that was kind of being pulled apart you know have to be driven into being organized competent confident capitalist, you know, that's the idea. Like, they should be driving a driving force towards their success. And, of course, everyone pulls apart his ideas of knowing the monster within. Right. And, like, well, you know, it's horrific to think that men should carry these monsters. It's ridiculous to think that they don't.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, you're... We talk at length about
0: this. Yeah. And so, on both sides of this, as we were talking about the suffering of where men are at today, to know... I mean, it said that the demons we battle, right? And of course, men and women alike, and they're in different capacities. But specifically here, when I think that he's talking about knowing the monster within, and how do you, you know, know that you're controlling it and it's not controlling you?
1: Yeah, yeah, right. You know, while you're while you were talking about that, it jumps into mind that the audience or people watching and listening might think that we're we're talking about weak men. Oh, we can be talking about incredibly strong men incredibly incredibly well accomplished men their stresses are 10 times right Mm -hmm. i i would venture to say i've sat down with strong 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 men part of their silence is because they are suffering Mm -hmm. and i don't know how that's a very individual type thing but to reach those people and to form some type of communication that allows that person to let that let let them blow off um, some steam is a benefit to them a huge benefit right. to them but w- what you were saying more to the point is we all are broken for heaven's sakes and we all need we absolutely every one of us needs to have a chance to get some stuff off our chest and have and at least think that somebody else cares mm-hmm. and that we're not alone Mm-hmm. and i i i know i i we got a little i went down a rabbit hole just a little bit here, but it just dawns on me that you can be incredibly strong and be suffering and when we hear people like Jordan Peterson, who can come off as being so abrasive, is speaking the truth mm-hmm. so it's just perceived as that rigid yes, you're it, not
0: compassionate, you're yeah. not considerate
1: yeah um, that is not the truth at all I think he's yeah, I we don't need to pick apart Jordan Peterson or try to analyze who he is, but you and I both agree. I think he's the one of the I think he's one of the most misunderstood and I I think people just I I think when I hear him speak how he's always on the emotional cusp of just just an emotion, just this emotional outpouring is that he has seen the dark side.
0: Well, know? I would also, you know, say just in in having the ability to listen to him talking about a man in pain. Yeah, you know I think that that is yeah incredible that this is a man in pain that that holds a lot of information mm-hmm. and a lot of exceptional knowledge. All of that comes at a huge price.
1: Yeah, and 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 see, we, we're talking about one of the most premier intellects in the world, now. right? In the world, Mm -hmm. it's clear when you hear him speak Mm -hmm. that he is tortured in some some way.
0: And then when you were talking about men in general, about suffering and that everyone's hurting, there's no demographic, there is no race, there is no age. When we talk Mm -hmm. about men or economic, it does not matter what amount of money you make or what title you hold— or what you do.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Everybody has a level of pain. We are with their all suffering. Broken. And that suffering is is just being muffled or
1: not seen or yeah. overlooked. You've heard me say just because you do something well, just because I can pick that up, doesn't mean it's easy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just because I do this job every day doesn't mean I want to. Right. And when it falls to the level ex- of expectation, that's like that's like your that's like eating your favorite dessert all the time. You get tired of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it may be good, it may be happy, but over time people expect you to eat that, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's not how we're meant. That's not how we're built. No. Men or women. Mm-hmm. And when you when you put that on the backs of men who do these well, let's wait I wanna carefully weigh this out, is that men do have They do take more risk. They do have more physically demanding jobs. They do put themselves in very compromising positions, life-threatening at times. Mm -hmm. To think that they do that day by day, hour after hour, in horrible environments or in horrible social surroundings, and they bring home the bacon, that's great, but don't think that that's easy. That's easy. You might be working with some of the most horrible people in the most horrible conditions, but you're just keep keep bringing home the bacon. That's not that's tough.
0: Well, that goes that circles back to what I was saying earlier that men have been potentially put in this box of your value is as much as you provide and emotionless and yeah, yeah. and you you know you just need to keep again moving and working and providing yeah. and doing and that idea is just so incredibly abusive to an individual to have to live in that state of mind all the time yeah. that i'm only as good as much as i'm only as valued as much as i give yeah myself my person my being yeah. is discounted or not even recognized yeah if mm-hmm. you will yeah and here comes in when we we go back into when um, a little bit historically, and I don't want to bounce around too much, but when men become became the idea of what what a self made man is, mm-hmm. right? The capitalistic mm-hmm. components of that, mm-hmm. and uh, you know where there is a competitiveness to it now. Well, now there enters in another idea of now mm. the brother that was once in arms with me is now the person I have to compete yeah. against. Yeah, yeah. And the exhaustion of of, of that idea of saying. I don't want this. Yeah. Like this is the person that I went to war with yeah. in, in some capacity in different ways. I'm not actual war, but maybe actual war. Yeah. And now this is the person I'm competing against. Yeah. And I, and there enters in where I think Jordan is talking about yeah. this. I don't know, you know, I don't want to say uncaging the monster, but I had written down Jordan's great words of being nihilistic in malevolent and where Mm. all of those components i think start corroding a man because now i i feel despicable of the man i have to become yeah in order to achieve and be successful and be seen and be loved quotation marks and that in itself it would just i think corrupt an individual so how do you balance that how do you maintain that
1: well what is the worth? Chick. What is the worth of having all the appreciation in the world when you've lost yourself, right?
0: Right. Yeah, and you so don't even know who you are.
1: We don't even know who you are. Yeah. It. it there's plenty of things. It's funny that the word <laughs> capitalism gets bantered about, but this is this is something. This is as old as man itself, right? Mm-hmm. You, you could be a sheep herder in 500 BC,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: uh, that guy's got six sheep more than you. Oh, really? All right. I'm gonna. I'll figure that out. Mm-hmm. I'll get I'll get seven sheep, mm-hmm. or I'll take some of his sheep, or however this conflict happens. But this is where when I say keeping up with the Joneses is just it's so it's so that it's just a terrible thing to do to yourself mm-hmm. to try to compete with others, isn't it? You need to find within yourself what's good for you and what's enough. But but also the point too. I got lost there just for a second. What, what was the topic? What was the notion you were talking about just one second ago? not just keeping up with the Joneses, but... <clears throat> Brian can edit this, but... <clears throat> you were just talking about... Well, it, 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 regardless, but I'll, I'll, I'll continue on with the thought, is that we need to learn that we need to take care of ourselves first. Right. right. And, and, and I say this to men and to women, that especially if you're a caregiver. Now, if you're a husband and family man, you're looked, you're looked, you're looked to as a provider, mm-hmm. but love your family and know that they're there for you, and they should be there for you, or excuse me, you should be there for them and they should be there for you. The idea is know your limits, right, and that you don't have to keep chasing things. It's nice when you make more money, but it's not about the money. Make pay your bills, live with less debt, those types of things. This isn't a financial. Thing at all, but there's one thing to make more money. There's a lot more things to have no debt. Do do your very best to stop, stop chasing everything that's gold.
0: Well, I guess to circle back again. Yeah, yeah. And that is, are you taking care of yourself when you're yeah, talking that's what, about? Yeah. You're, you're being even if you're not a family man or you're just an individual yeah. and being a caretaker and there is this idea are you taking care of yourself are do you stop and well i can't because i guess then mm. i'm selfish or i'm arrogant or i'm full of myself or whatever egotistical well, then fill in the yeah. blank no actually that's called self-care yeah and if uh, it's everyone knows you know you can't pour from an empty cup and all that jazz but which is true i didn't mean to downplay that. <laughs> no. If you don't know, how am I taking care of myself? And that's another big thing. How am I taking care of myself? Yeah, Am I, is it in a healthy way? Yeah, Am I taking care of myself? In a do I, do I know, I talk a lot about this with individuals, both men and women. If you were to name the top five characteristics or qualities of yourself, what would that be? Mm. And it is like silence because myself that what no oh i can say what so-and-so said or my mom said or my friend or my husband or my spouse or my wife or my you know co-worker or whomever i can fill in the blanks with their words no i want to know your words your belief yeah. in yourself that's an interesting exercise oh it's very challenging exercise yeah. because i'm like i can i only believe what i'm told yeah. yet again yeah but if i were to say do i believe these are my characteristics mm-hmm. i don't know what gives me evidence of that yeah right and So that's the end, you know.
1: So what? what, So what? You said. What you said. I appreciate all that, and it brings me back to the thought I wanted to make, and I got I got lost. But as when you are a caregiver, you are no good to anyone when you are broken, Mm -hmm. right? You can't mentally or physically or spiritually. How can I provide service for you when I can't? I'm barely holding together, right? Mm -hmm. It's just not realistic now these this is nurses, this is doctors this is men and women this is this applies towards everyone but when you're in a bad way you need to get yourself straight need to you fig- need to figure this out what's it going to take I always I'm always an advocate of exercise always well I don't, I don't have time. I lift 100 pound bales every day yeah sure but is it structured Do you is it is it structured in a way where you're developing a discipline right? Right. Which is huge. I work with caregivers. Um, One in particular, this person has to lift um, patients all day, put them in gurneys, put them in wheelchairs, put them in a transport bus. Um, His physical strength has increased so much now he can do this effortlessly, which now makes his job more fun. And he's safer at it Mm -hmm. and he feels safer at it. That's how you can do your job too. Mm -hmm. As we get older and you get a bit more frail, we need to take care of can you get up off the floor? Can you tie your shoelaces without your head blowing up? These are these are things that are important to men in staying healthy as men and and as providers, especially as providers. Because you're no good to somebody broken. You you have to stay. You have to stay on top of all of, all of the needs that you have. The the one thing I say about people in all of your in all of your life, you can have all the money in the world, boats wine, women, and song, homes. If I take away your health, you'll have none of it. You'll never enjoy a penny of it. You'll never enjoy a second of it. So you have to take care of your health, mental, physical, spiritual.
0: Yeah. And taking care of your health. One of my closing ideas, and mm-hmm. I shared that again, is that I came up with, you know, how are you shaking hands with the internal parts of yourself as a man? Yeah. Do you know all the internal parts of yourself? What have you hidden away for years? What have you neglected? What have you Mm -hmm. denied? And now that you really need to take a minute to take stock in all that you are. And once you figure that out, there's a lot of healing that comes with that. Now, please be advised, there is a lot of hard work in that. That's not just like, oh, well, maybe I should just open up my mind to that idea. Well, yeah, through really with a guided you know, clinician with, through psychotherapy, ideally through with a professional. Absolutely. Um, there is a lot of great books out there. Don't get me wrong. And I think that can be a starting point for some individuals, yeah. but that would be my encouragement for men is to take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. Like you're saying, but I don't know how to take care of myself. Well, a starting point is trying to discover who you are yeah. and, and being ha- compassionate. With at the
1: very least have fellowship with people of your own age or yeah. older. I, we dismiss the wisdom of our older, of our, generations before us mm-hmm. so quickly, we're just a throwaway society. But my people of my age and older, they all appreciate the fact that whenever you get a chance to get together with somebody, try to do that, find a time and go out on the porch or whatever it is and tell them I'm having some problems. I want to talk to you privately. Or be the kind of person who goes, looks like you're struggling. Mm-hmm. What What's going on in your life? Mm-hmm. Ask. Mm-hmm. I, I learned... Um, A long time ago, ideally, the word word, uh, literally is Kazon, right? Kazon means little by little. It's a Japanese Mm -hmm. for the word little by little, so those things are improvements. We're going to go to a training Mm -hmm. that teaches us how... The the premise behind that is to treat people who are Mm wheelchair-bound, paraplegics, amputees, both wartime and private, however that comes. But the idea is... Every little thing matters, and let's pay attention to those things. Let's let's help rebuild the things that are broken, and make stronger the things that are there. Right? That, that that's super important. I, I think you had a that's a really good message you had to, that you finished with. That was really good. I like well, that. Thanks. You're appreciate
0: it. Well, I hope I hope it helps someone. And I hope it resonates for you, and that you find. Find someone. Obviously, there's always look at your local mental health care providers and yeah. different resources. Psychology Today to find a clinician yeah. or what mm-hmm. have you, or even sometimes your your pastors. Your, that's what I say. Your local churches mm-hmm. or things of that nature. Yeah. To a, a starting point, you can start anywhere. You can just start with yourself, and so
1: yeah. You know what I like about that, Liz, is you're you're absolutely right. And whether the advice comes from a trained professional or somebody that you trust. Find your way mm-hmm. into learn how, right mm-hmm. i I don't want people to do the WebMD, and I don't want people to be self help but if you're not getting the answers, if you're not resolving those questions, Jordan Peterson is the one who opened the eyes to me sometimes medications help sometimes help they really will help take the edge off, and then i wouldn't i wouldn't be I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing now if I didn't believe in it, mm-hmm. and my I've been very blessed in my life and been surrounded by really strong people and great uh, male role models. But I just want people to know that we are all broken and we all need we all need the help of others. Mm -hmm. And find it, find it, ask or provide or both. Right? Yeah.
0: That was pretty good.
1: I just wanted to make sure people take care of themselves. when I ask you to take care of yourself, take care of yourself. Absolutely. And um,
0: I say that all the time, but this is more, you know, definitely be compassionate. Towards yourself and just take care. I mean, when you say take care of yourself, it's like just there's such a level of compassion to that, that I'm sure no one is giving themselves specifically right now. Since we're talking about men. Yeah. I don't think you probably let yourself off the hook nearly enough.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's that's good advice. Take care of yourself. Thanks for having me.
0: All right. We'll see everyone next time.
1: That's right. What's what's our next? what What do we have coming up? What are our um, topics coming? Up? See, put me on the spot. We're going to talk about femininity too. Yeah, we're to, we are we absolutely going to talk about way. femininity. Yeah.
0: and the importance <clears throat> of that as well as what young women are facing today mm-hmm. and the challenges and areas of anxiety and depression in there in that category.
1: You know um, what? We're talking about therapy. We're we're actually going to talk about AI too. Yes, AI is coming up. Yeah, AI and its affordability or availability to people who are. Maybe you don't think you need to speak to somebody. Maybe you're a younger tech savvy and you want to find an AI help. Mm-hmm. Whatever that is, we're gonna talk about that too. But yes. like, share, comment, do all that you can if right. you write um, a review. Yeah, please. Yeah, this is all interest driven, and um, I I love the opportunity to talk like this. I think it's fun, and I know Liz does too. So we learn something all the time. We we're talking about it all the time. We're learning to. Um, maybe write down those things that sometimes, sometimes some real gold nuggets fall out of the chicken and you want to write that down, you know, but whenever we have a chance to talk, that's why when we have a chance to talk during our forums, Mm -hmm. our mind mill forums, Mm -hmm. that's your chance to engage with us, yes. Right. So just a little plug for the mind meld, right? Mm -hmm. When the mind mill forums begin, it'll give an opportunity for you to interact, join at $15 a month, it allows you at least two different topics per month and two different uh, timeframes for each topic. You could do one, you could do all four, but it breaks down to just a couple bucks per session. But if that's interest-driven and that takes off, that's going to be, that'll be fun. Yeah, that'll I would be look, fun. Yeah.
0: yeah, I think I look forward to it. I look yeah, forward
1: to it. I do. Thanks, Liz. Thanks. See Thanks, you guys. Bye,
0: guys.